Okay. How's it going? Uh, You know, it's a beautiful day in fictional May. (laughs) If you say that, we have to explain why we're recording this far in advance. No, man, it's May 1st. Be quiet. It's nice and beautiful. The birds are chirping. The bees are out and ponds everywhere. Can't you not tell by my disgusting, nauseated voice? I gotta check him. Oh no, it's not this podcast. One of the one of the groups explains it. One of the no. groups explain it. <laughs> Unless you took it out. I didn't take it out. Okay. But anyway, let me go ahead and read it. Howdy, and welcome to more sports. I'm your host, Devin Moore, and always. I'm joined with my co-host Kyle Kyle Crump at the Random Hour. And today okay. on More Sports, or should I say Moo Sports, we're covering some new sports like American Rodeo, Water Polo, and Underwater Hockey. Kyle, what's underwater hockey? Uh we'll get to that. But um I believe you wanted to talk about the making rodeo. I sure you. The Macon Rodeo, which I'm not going to lie. If Macon wasn't a dangerous city, I'd go to it, but I'm not going to Macon. We should explain that we, we're from different parts of, of uh, Georgia that are around Macon. And I used to do cross country in Macon. And uh, it, it has a, it, known for having a lot of gangs. Um, so much so that it sometimes rivals Atlanta, um, which, <laughs> which is one Devin thing. <laughs> yeah, for real. I'm a. That's a hard no in my book. Yeah, I grew up in Cobb County, like Powder Springs. So, uh, I'm saying that too. <laughs> hey, hey, Kyle, you you want some bad news? What? The rodeo happens in February, so if anybody listens to this, they won't be able to go see it. Well, the making rodeo. When when is it going on, Devin? It's going it's going on February twenty third to the twenty-fifth. Shockingly, as of this recording, it literally ended yesterday. <laughs> Can you look at the results? I do not. It just talks about ticket pricing and how it's going to be. The it's so going to be. You can't. The... You can't see the results of the making rodeo. No. Hold on. Oh, wait. Since you don't know how to use Google. Oh, please hold. Oh, please hold. Kyle, go on to number. I'm looking at the results of the making rodeo because you didn't want to. Would you like the lead since you got it for me? I'm already Googling it. All right, Devin, I have the results. All round cowboy, Marcus Stoit, $2,709. Tie down roping, stir wrestling, and team roping. Bareback versus Keenan Hayes, 89 points on big rafters rodeo. Dark Horse, 
2009-02. Second, Bradley Miller. Third, Taylor Broussard. Fourth, Houston Herbert. Five, Brock Marriott. And he tied with Cameron Merrick and Cade Sonner. Eight is Logan Peterson. For sure wrestling, first is William Lummis, who tied with Joshua Hefner and Kyle Irwin. Fourth is Sam Dixon. Fifth, Quentin Wheeler. Sixth, Jacob Tadley. Seventh, Eli Troyer, who tied with Austin Anderson and Joe Ross. Sorry, eighth is a tie for for Austin Anderson and Joe Ross. Sorry, the way it's broken up is a bit odd. Um, team roping uh, first was Kevin Even. It's K-E-V-E-N. Daniel Justin Yoss in first. Second is Marcus Terford and Cole Curry. Third, Bradley Macy and Reno Gonzalez. Fourth, Trace Porter and Chase Graves. Fifth, Ty Vion and Bubba Ireland. Sixth, Kobe Sanchez and Zach Marby. Seventh, Braxton Coupler and Brad Coupler. Eighth, Wyatt Allen and Colton Allen. Ninth is a tie between Catch Crawley and Rodney Melton and Spunk Sasser and Parker Carb. Carbire. Uh, Saddle Bronx. First off, we have Chase Brooks. Second, Chase Purner. Uh, third, Logan Cook. Fourth, Parker Fleet. Fifth is a tie between Alan Corbett and Lucas Makaza. Seventh is a tie between Wyatt Casper and Jack Smith. On the tie down roping, Michael. Otio in first, second Blake Chauvin, third Andrew Burks, uh, fifth is a tie between Austin Davis and Megan Murphy, sixth Cole Walker, seventh Booker McCutcheon, eighth Polo Becke, the second, ninth is Shane Overby, tenth is Abiel Zamero, barrel racing, first Nicole Love. Uh, second, tie between Cole Gray, or sorry, Cleo Gray and Christian Hanchi. Um, fourth, Taylor Carver. Fifth, Jenna Loomis. Sixth, Aaron Quetzal. Seventh, Michaela Brown. Eight, uh, Margot Prother. Nine, Maggie Hammock. Tenth, Christian Posey. Eleventh, uh, Presley Smith, 12, Susie Parisi, 13, Sandy Brownlee, and 14, Stephen Perkins. Fifth is Kara Curter. Full riding first, Boy Polymer. Second, Colby Radley. Third is a tie between Dakota Lewis and Lewowski Morris. Fifth is a tie between Jet Lambert, J.P. Moani and T. Parker. Eighth is Hayden Harris. Want to talk about San Francisco? No. 
I have a result. No, no, that's good. You know, some of those names sound oddly familiar. I'm like, do I know him? Oh, wait. Article point number three. Oh, I forgot. I thought this was the I thought the uh, women's competition was point number three. Yeah, go ahead. Since you've got it pulled up, I'm sorry. No, I have San Francisco. I'm sorry, San Fresno, Texas. That's oh, no. San Antino stock show. No, 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 no. Let me I'm pulling up the I'm pulling up the San Antonio one right now. Okay, I'm gonna read the Los Veneso Rodeo in Texas, which was no. February 17th to 19th, all cowboy Connor Mirren, uh Santo Bronco riding a bull riding, bareback first, Leah Barry, second Bill Tudor, third Chad Rutherford, uh fourth is a tie between Cade Barry and Bodie Lammers, and sixth Kyle Bloomquist. Steer wrestling, first Tanner Burner, second Termine. DeBos, third Cooper Hurt, fourth Cade Stone, fifth Don Payne, sixth Grady Payne, and seventh is the tie between Jacob Daniel and Cal Wolf. Team roping versus Manny Esquiv Jr. slash JC Flake, uh, second McRae Profili. And McCoy Profi, uh, third Logan Weeks and Raymond Hart, Abby, fourth Andrew Livingston and Seth Simpson, fifth Landon McLattery and Joel Hirtera, sixth Joshua Torres and Boogie Ray, seventh Luthan Bryant and Matt Shinnick, eight Matt Garza and Roman Mayero, saddle Bronco Wyatt. First, White Casper. Second, Bradley Hill. First, Br- Br- Bingham. Uh, fourth, tie between Laverne Bonchinger and Blaze Freeman. And Wes Peterson. Tie down roping. First off, we have Sterling Smith. Second, the tie between Cole Clemson, Matt Gutierrez, and Rowdy Hafferkamp. Uh, five, John Wall. Six, Justin Macha. Seven, Jody Green, and eight, Clinton Sling- Singleton. Barrel racing, first off, we have Eliza Riley. S- second is the tie between Katie Halbert, Ticey Matthews, Ford Jeanette Staten. Fifth is the tie between Michelle Alley and Leslie Simagli. Uh, seven, Jordan Driver. Eight, Kelly Allen. Nine, Emily Basil. And tenth, Leslie Kinzel. Now, for bull riding, we have first J.B. Moaney, second Zach Miles, third Riley Harris, fourth was a tie between Falcon, McConnell, and... Hey, the app the app glitched and booted you off for some more reason. I was like, what the hell? Mine's still glitching. Huh? Here we go. Mine's still glitching. What do you mean? My mine was just a spinning wheel, uh, but six is a tie between Caden Fitzpatrick and Connor Miran. Eight is Brody Yeary. I'm not gonna uh, lie; some of the names would throw me for a loop, and I'm like, "Is this a real name?" And my oh, my, dude, uh, Boogie Ray, I did not think was a real name. 
all new. Trust me for this San Antonio one. I'm looking at it. I'm like, these can't be real names. I'm like, am I getting punked right now? Hey, you kidding me? You know how much they win for these things? I'm like, oh no, they're, they're getting some cash. I'm in hey, the Devin, you want to start a new business? <laughs> sure. I mean, I need to get health insurance first, but yeah. Start hmm. a rodeo team. My question is, what event are you doing? Because I ain't doing the bareback one. Mm. No idea. I'll do steel re- wrestling. I'll wrestle the baby. Never mind. Them horns look pretty thick. Um, I'll do the... Um, I will manage the money. I- I'm okay with saddle r- racing, maybe. <laughs> You're okay with saddle racing? Although I could probably do... We could probably do team roping. Yeah, we'll do team roping. You tackle it, I'll tie it up, you know? <laughs> I'll tackle it, you tie it up. Yeah. Oh, God. People it's our business it. model, right? <laughs> I tackle, I tackle the scripts, and you read them. <laughs> I tackle them, he ties them up. Now, that sounds a little sus. Well, you know, when you got to tackle a baby cow, you got to tackle a baby no, cow. No, no, no. We both know how you would go about explaining that. Well... And you would avoid saying baby cow as much as possible just so they were not sure what we're exactly talking about. Well, these guys are weirdos. Golly, right. if we got out there, they'd probably think we were the rodeo clowns. Oh, and here we go with rodeo clowns. Big shoes and little legs. I'm going to have to explain to another person that's just your face. Um, um, we'll just be sitting there like, no, we're actually competing. We're We're, we're right here on the registry. Nope, rodeo clown. Go out there, make people laugh. Kyle, you're just in a barrel. You're like, let him hit me in the barrel. Oops. I'm like, not the barrel. <laughs> God, right, Devin, do you want to cover San Antonio's stock show? Uh, yeah, I got the results pulled up. Uh, all right. So. The winner for the bareback riding, which was a total prize of twenty one thousand. Whoa, 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 whoa! I don't think we can say that here, Devin. It's a family show. Bareback means no saddle. Oh, you <laughs> nasty! Maybe, but it made you laugh. That's also going to be in our motto because people are going to think we're doing something nasty. I'm going to have in parentheses, "You nasty." You know where I'm getting that from? No, Devin, please explain. Getting that from that's so Raven. She used to be like, you nasty. Devin, that was sarcasm. Oh. But dude, Casey Fields, $21,000 winning for bareback riding. JD Stuckers, Struckers came in first place for steel wrestling. He got $20,750. The Lightning. I don't know if you cut out or you just can't read.
enter your pet pig into a livestock competition? What? Yeah, livestock is where like they judge the pigs and stuff. Okay. Do you want to enter your pet pig? Would you be up for it? First of all, you're not entering <laughs> me in a pig competition. I'm not that fat. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't hear anything you said. I was just praying that um, it was actually recording. Yeah, yeah, for real. No, um, the livestock is where they judge like pigs and stuff. But anyways, on to number four: women in rodeo in Fort Worth, Texas, during the 2023 PBR World Finales from May 21st. I mean, May 12th through May 21st, Fort Worth, Texas, will welcome the international, the international Women's Rodeo World Championship Week, making the riches, making this the rich only, the richest only women's only week of competition in Western sports. The week-long schedule of the event is start, slanted to pay out one point, one point one hundred forty-five million in prize money, affording more than eight hundred women's competition the chance to change the competition for a life-changing payout. It was forward. Yep. Black history rodeo spotlight in Huntsville, Alabama. Carolyn Carter and. Dion Osborne are two co-owners of the Midwest International Black Rodeo. Carter isn't you know, only a nurse, but also a black cowgirl. Carter has been involved in rodeo since the 80s, when her sister got her hooked. This hobby has gotten Carter's daughter and nephews and grandchildren to take up the lifestyle. Osborne is a generation cattle roper who has been part of the rodeo for 30 years. That's not where the trail ends for Osborne. He, he is a, also a horse, a business owner, an award-winning cowboy. Osborne claims his daughter it is his reason for an inspiration to work to keep Black Rodeo alive. The Black Rodeo started when many cowboy and cowgirls who were African-American struggled to compete in regular rodeos. The rodeo is an expensive sport, and when certain families can't afford all tools, they, they are limited to different events and rules to make more even playing, to make a more even playing field. The black rodeo was born. Uh, more people were able to afford the sport, and eventually, more black cowboys and cowgirls competing at professional level. Uh, these types of rodeos now compete over the country. I should have included cow people. Why did you say cow people? Yeah. To be more exclusionary. Uh, that's fair. Number six. Syracuse. <laughs> what? Go ahead. Oh. Syracuse's gym. Bohemian has been coaching for 47 years. Bohemian believes he will return next season. But ho I can't say his last name to save my life. Bohem? Bohem? All right, thank you. Syracuse's Jim Bohemian has been coaching for 47 years. Bohemian believes he will return next season. But Bohemian is turning heads with some controversy. Bohemian believes that in the presence of 
NIL and frequency and the frequency of the transport transfers has changed college basketball for the worst. Oh, I remember when this broke at broke news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is dude, this guy was raising Kane. You know, he made the comment as like, this is awful. This is an awful place. We're in college basketball, he says. Um for the news outlet, Pittsburgh bought a team. Get out again. So basically, I remember this guy. Let me. Uh, I remember this article when it broke. This was breaking news. So it was a major headline. Yeah, it was a major headline, and you know. But Coach Behem, you know, he came out. He was saying how the college atmosphere, especially for basketball, he says that the transfer portal is ruining everything. The NAIL money is going to ruin everything. Booster clubs won't help out anymore because the NAIL money. And he's like, this is just a sham. And college sports is destroyed. It's not as prestigious as it used to be. And it's just stuck. And my thing is, is I'm I'm with him, man. Now it's all about the money, you know. These kids are going to go where the money is, man. You want to read? Um, make sure you read the last part of your of the script for you. Let's see. Talk about the statistics. Ah, uh, yes. Here we go. Let's see here. He said that he's one thousand percent wrong. Forbes says that via Matt Norland. CBS says I don't know. I don't have one player on my team that got NAL money to come here. That's that's a fact. I've never had a player come here for NAIL. Additional workers who has a Pittsburgh alum took issue with it. And that's we call it. So his assistant coach, Autumn Sour Grapes. Yeah, he's saying that the Syracuse paid players before the NAIA era. Next time I ask, wait a minute, how many teams he bought before NAIL was illegal? No, I said, don't throw stones in the glass house. Remember, you've been coaching a lot of years, and a lot of us know who got paid. Syracuse is currently 14 and 10 on the season, marking the Orange's seventh consistent season. You got out again. Anyways. The thing was saying, you know, his assistant coach came forward. He's like, you know, you were doing this stuff before the NAIL era, so don't throw a rock in a glass house. And it's just all big moves. He's just he's just a powerful figurehead. He's like all these old coaches that think that's wrong. But, you know, some of them have been doing some illegal stuff anyways for years. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I haven't heard most of what you're saying, but sure. Oh, what's there? Trust me. All right, Devin, you ready for the Australian Open stats? I am. So, Madison Bringle uh, lost in the first round in both singles and doubles. Taylor Fitz was eliminated after a second round upset on Wednesday. Camilo Gorgi faces number 12, Belinda Finnick in the third round. Uh, Gorgi is uh, weathering criticism over an alleged um, falsified vaccine card. Alan Hartsov, uh 
who's out after losing the first round in both singles and doubles. Diego Sorochman uh, is upset in the second round in singles, but lost in the first round in doubles. Dennis Shablov, uh defeated by number 10 Hubert Kurkaz in the third round. Wow. All right. Well, on to the next one. Kyle, if you could place American football in any country next, you know, it's in Canada, it's in Japan, where do you think it'd be popular next? Um, Taiwan. That, that was Maybe Mongolia. Can I, can I change my answer to Mongolia? I feel like Mongolia is a better answer. Well, this took a left turn quick, but all right, well, no. Maybe. I'm not sure. I'll have to look that up. That's not a bad choice. But no. So, basketball and soccer are possibly the most popular sports in Israel. Well, guess what, Kyle? There's now American football in Israel. I mean, yeah. I mean, trade borders are, are fairly open. And, I mean, if, if we're using logic here, I mean, Western influence is very popular, especially as you go further further east to us. Uh, you know, in Japan, a lot of people are into cowboys. I, I have heard about that since I've been watching 90 Days Fiance. There's a couple on there that they had. <laughs> that that is a thing in China and Japan. Their folks, they're they fixation on Western culture. Yep. But no, uh, besides that, you just made me think of that 90 se- 90 se- that season of 90 Days Fiance with the two couple. Oof. Did they also play sports? No, one girl was obsessed with Japanese men, you know, Asian men. She was obsessed with them. And then the guy and the guy was obsessed with American women and Western culture. Mm-hmm. It was, dude, it's 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 wild. Remind me, and I'll send you the clips. Like, I guess the girl believes in like Wiccans, and like her friends married to. And then, like, she went out with her friends. One of her friends is married to uh, uh somebody of. I think her friend was married to somebody from Japan, and her, she just freaks out on her. She's like, "You don't even like anime and stuff. I love anime and stuff." And dude, I'm just like, "What? It doesn't it doesn't really matter." It's very, very interesting. I'll have to show you the clips and see your reaction. It's very cringe. Is it like some people we know trying to hit hit on girls? No, the girl's just very open about how she loves Asian men and anime and her and her. This sounds like somebody I know, Devin. Sounds like somebody we both know. Hey, no, no, no. This one's just cringy. That's just that's just worse. Yeah. Well, if, Devin, would you like to tell me where it's becoming popular? It's getting popular in Israel. And it is informed. No, okay, formed, moving on. It's formerly known as the AFI. It kicked off its season in February with 2,000 players, reps, and coaches throughout the country. The sport... The sport has actually been f- supported by the New England Patriots owner, Robert Kraft, who learned about the Israel football 
through a chance of encounters in a lobby of the King David Hotel in 1999. And ever since then, he sponsors the league, donates millions of dollars to build stadiums, and remain active in presence in the development of the game. So, yeah, mm-hmm. there was American football in the Middle East thanks to the New England Patriots. Let that yep. sink in. So, um, you like reality TV, right, Kevin? I mean, me and Megan watch a couple of things together. Oh, you're going to love my uh, next pick. Australian rugby player Jordan Matia is a mass singer contestant. Uh, that isn't all. Uh, Matia is playing for the Philadelphia Eagles. He played for the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl. Matia is 6'8", 366 pounds, and 25 years old. Matia is a mountain of a man who is an offensive tackle for the Philadelphia Eagles. During the 2022 offseason, Matilia appeared on Fox, the mass singer singing Uncovered as Thingamabob, but was unmasked during the third episode after performing the, the Sings Wanted Dead or Alive by Bon Jovi. Um, he's also... Um, song Perfect by Ed Sheeran and Classic by MKTO. Matilia views singing as a form of therapy and has gone on gone viral multiple times for singing for his singing talents. Um, on one of these occasions uh, was with his rendition of Tennessee Whiskey ser- uh, serenading in, uh, in a team meeting. You know, you want to know something crazy? What? I hate the Masked Singer. Well, you don't have to watch it, Devin. Do you watch it still? No, I don't like reality TV. I watched it. Dude, here's my thing. This is my I prefer fantasy. Thing. Life is that enough. Well, no, here's, here's what drives me crazy. Okay? So, look. Obviously, then you know they've got the mass singers, right? Okay. And then they have judges. They have like Robin Thicke. Um. Oh crap! He played as the Spanish teacher in Community. Um. Oh, he's in. Yes, I can't think of his name now. In. Uh, yeah, Wong? King Wong. Uh, no, that's not right. It's not. What is it? That this is. Oh, uh, uh, I was very close. Kim Jong. Yeah, him. And then two some two ladies I've never seen before in my life, and they're like, "Oh, we think it's we think it's John Travolta," and then one of them will be like, "Oh, I think it's Ryan Reynolds." And, like, they don't even keep score. They just randomly guess. I'm like, y'all are just guessing up your butt because they give them hints. I'm like, y'all don't keep score. Y'all are just there for the, like, so you're just there for the money and to be annoying. I find their, their judges sort of annoying. He, his last name, his name is Ken Chong. Ah. Sorry. Right, Devin, yeah. you ready for the Kansas City Chiefs? Oh Lord, yeah. Let me let me slide on over. 
Kansas City Chief rookie George Kreflins made his start in water polo. Shot put, water, shot put, and basketball. Kreflins is from Athens, Greece, with Greece father, with a Greek father and American mother. The Athenian also played for the Greeks national team. After his father passed away, his mother has moved him to moved him back to Indiana. 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 In- Indiana when he was 13. This is when when Kraft naturally picked up the sport of football so much he played in college for Purdue for three years until being drafted in 2022. Kryptus was third picked in the NFL, drafted to the Kansas City Chiefs, bring up the Super Bowl. Uh, and how we had our annual bet, and I bet it on the Eagles, and I owe Kyle a pair of wings. Yep. Um, I, I wanted to go for the Eagles. I'm not going to lie to you, Devin. Did but I felt like cheese was a safer bet. Oh no, it was. I'm just sitting there thinking. I was like, woohoo, two years in a row. Dang it! Yeah, you betted on the cheese last year, if I'm not mistaken. I did. Yeah, hold up. Yeah, they um they won. Cheese won uh five. Did you watch the game, Devin? Uh, this year or last year? This year. No. Yeah, this year. Yeah, I watched it. Me and Megan watched it while we yeah, were eating you... homemade chicken parmesan. Yeah, last year it was um, Los Angeles Rams versus Cincinnati Bengals. Did you have the Rams or did I have the Rams? Who won? I don't remember. Whoever won was the team I had because I won last year's. It was the Rams, but I could have sworn I betted on the Rams. I know 2021 is what we're thinking of. It was the Chiefs versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and Buccaneers won 31 to, to 9. Excuse me. Yeah. And then the Chiefs were also, also played in the 2020 where they won 31 to 20. Against the San Francisco 49ers. Travis certain I lost that one too. I know. And I do know in 20, 2019, I bet it on the Rams. I think I lost then too. And they were playing New England Patriots and they lost 13 to 3. Dude, to me, that was like one of the best Super Bowls. Everybody was like, that Super Bowl stinked. I was like, bro, defensively, that thing was amazing. Now, in 2018, I don't think we betted on it, but Philadelphia Eagles played New England Patriots and won 41-33. I think that was our first year we started betting on it. I, I think that was – hold on. Yeah, it's, it's, I think it was 2019. Who knows? I don't remember. Listen, who, whatever the single dedicated fan <laughs> of of more sports could could email us and tell us, that'd be great. Yeah, for real. All right, Devin, you ready for something interesting? I am. All right. Remember Kamogi? I do. Well, there's some Kamogi controversy. Um, it. It had seemed as though Limerick College had pulled off a miraculous feat in their final group game. And when 
They beat Maymoon uh, by 34 in Komogi. They had finished the group on the same number of points as TCU and TUD. But according to TCAO's official table uh, that were shared on social media channels, a 34-point was exactly what they needed uh, shared before their match with Maymoon. Uh, the table showed that they were 33 points behind UL, UL on, sco- on score differences. DCU uh, since made an objection, and with matter of having been taken to the THDC on the basis of a scoreline submitted by a referee and a breakdown somewhere in between it was communicated to UL that they had been eliminated. DCU were going through in their place. UL uh, say that the debacle makes it a sparkle situation out of the whole competition. And they say it sets a precedent unheard of in any sport. And they have not been served natural justice. So, Kyle, let me ask you this. What do you think of water polo? I think it's wet. (laughs) What do you mean? You ever been in water and then gotten out of it? It is wet. Mm -hmm. Oh, also, this is off the wall, but I thought I'd have for a boy's trip. You ready? The water polo? No. but I don't actually like getting wet. Well, hear me out. Dude, this blew my mind. Have you ever had wet socks, Devin? It's not fun. They're not fun. Hear me out. My socks are wet right now. Hear me out. We all three save up money next year, and we go to Vegas for three days during the weekday. Because guess what? Casino was super cheap out in Vegas. Caesar's Motel? Nope. Harrison Casino in Las Vegas. Uh, $20 a night. I figured Caesar Motel was a cheap knockoff of Caesar's Hotel. No, I'm not. We're not staying in a motel on a far off, far off state. That's, that's where kidneys get stolen. And we both know Tommy would disappear with the wrong woman. Listen, we both know if you take him to. <laughs> Uh, Bob said, I guess he's going to get upset that he's losing money in gambling. Uh, I'm not going to allow to be ga- to gamble um, for reasons. And then he's going to, at some point, some point, Tommy is going to find a hooker. <laughs> he's going to discover he's- a lady of the night and be like, I've got money in a hotel room because I need my own hotel room just in case I hook up with somebody. Yeah, and he gets it right next to us where he's like, Devin, Kyle, open the door. No. Nope. Yeah, what do you need? Oh, my. I'm just- not. Do you want me to tell the story where? <laughs> so it's. Do you want me to tell the story about our, our trip? Go ahead. Your story that I'm thinking that you're thinking, go ahead. So it's like 4 a.m. and I hear, and I'm like, oh, this man, 
This man ordered porn on. <laughs> Wait, you got to hold up. You got to backtrack. Why do you, you got to tell people what happened when you popped up the TV? Well, he saw there was porn on the TVs um, that you could order. And he was like, oh, that's going to be fun later. And he had his own room next to us when we went to the casino in uh, North Carolina. And he goes, I have to remember that for later. Four a.m. rolls around. Sure enough, I start hearing moaning. I'm like, he found he's watching porn <laughs> at 4 a.m. And I'm the only one awake. If you're out in the bed next to me, and I'm like, well, found the porn. And so eventually I fall asleep and the morning stops. Um, then the next day, you and I are going to the pool. And he claims he, he wasn't watching porn. I, I don't believe him. Um, yeah, Devin and I went, went to the pool and he was going to take a nap in his own room because he was tired. And he he wasn't able to take a nap. We got back about Swam for about an hour, got back to from the pit of pool, pool at motel or hotel, whatever it's called. Um, and he, um, he goes, Hey, how was swimming, guys? My nap was horrible. The people above us were having sex, and that you laughed at him. And then later in the um uh, hotel elevator. There was two people acting awkward. Um, and then Tommy and I looked at each other and we figured it out together that maybe, maybe this lady with this guy was a, was a lady of a night or a hookup. It's very unclear. Nice. But yeah. It'd be like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. But no, when I think about water polo, do you think about the country of Uganda? Or no, I get... think of your mother. Oh, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that, were you? I was not. Well, Uganda is loving it after the esteemed prince introduces it to a bunch of kids. They didn't have nets, so they put soccer goals on on either side of the pool, and wham, bam. Instant amusement. This is how the first meeting of the AWUTO Winston Water Polo Club went. The article said that water polo is a passion for the prince, and his the goal of the club is to gear up for the nationals to compete in the Olympics. And Gonda's dangerous road tides off the coast causes a lot of drowning. This causes sickness with Ghanaians, especially. With the limited access to pools. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Ghanians. Ghanians, I'm sorry. Especially with... Gonorrhea the- is an STD, Devin. I can't tell if you cut out or not. 85 athletes... And 10 coaches. When it opens up its new season in January in the capital, in the capital of Arceus, this is also the first time we've covered water polo on more sports. Kyle, you struck again. Yep. Um, I actually did pull up the basic rules of water polo as well. Do you want me to read through them? 
No. We might have to do a rules episode after yesterday's conversation. Okay, then I'm going to send you to sleep later. All right. Okay, Devin. Could underwater hockey become an Olympic event? Yes. Underwater hockey is a team sport that is that is played in teams of six players, each with snorkeling equipment and fins. The object of the game for goals using a weighted puck that moves along the bottom of the pool. Players must use their hands and feet to move the puck around. They are not allowed to come up for air during the play. Each match consists of two halves, each lasting 15 minutes or more, depending on the tournament rules. Underwater hockey is started in the was started in the 1950s, but recently in Asia and in Europe. The sport has been gaining traction, and it is performed at Southeast Asian Mini Olympics in 2019. Since then, betting on the sport has rapidly increased, causing a steady increase in popularity. While there are currently no plans of this, uh, it, it could be possible in the future if enough people get behind the idea to support its inclusion in the international tournaments like Summer Olympics or Paralympics games. In order for this to happen, though, more people would need to get involved in organized play, workout competitions would need to be held, and more awareness would be needed. To, ra- to be raised about fa- this fascinating sport. Well, Devin, lightning hits twice, because guess what? You've done it I again. Answered, yep, I introduced underwater hockey to your sports podcast. How does that make you feel? It makes me think, wow, those people really got to hold their breath. No, that, believe it or not, that was I was reading that, and I was like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> That's why I'm in there like, what? Like, that's not, that doesn't sound safe. It really doesn't. All right, Devin. Olympian Matthew Mitchum checked into rehab. Uh, Mitchum won gold in diving in 2008 at the Beijing at the age of 20 for Australia. Mitchum started struggling with addiction at 18, but after Beijing Olympics, Mitchum relapsed. Mitchum is now seven years sober. Uh, and in 2022, sorry, in 2020, he married his partner, Luke Rutherford. Oh, I think that we mentioned somebody with the last name Rutherford at some point. I thought we have too. But number 15, U.S. men's handball team wins first world championship game in the 26th try. The team has a wild hand of characters. The team has a Space Force officer, Drew Donlin, an American Ninja Warrior competitor, Gary Hines, and a walk-on quarterback for Alabama's 2012 team, Ty Reed. And current, currently, the U.S. team has no Olympic handball medals. But the men's and
Are you still there? Yeah, you cut out again. Oh, I was reading the thing, but I read it. That's go go handball team. Boy, are we bad at handball? But they need an underdog moment. Yeah. But yeah. all right, Devin. I'm looking at the clock. I want to cover uh, water polo real quick. Okay. All right, go ahead. I'm going to use the restroom real fast, so feel free to take your time. Okay. Some basic rules. Um, six, six field players and one goalie start the game. Teams consist of 15 players. Field players must pass, catch, and shoot with only one hand. Goalies may use two hands. Taking the ball underwater when guarded is a turnover. The official playing field is at least 25 yards long, 20 yards wide, and 7 feet deep. Players may not touch the bottom or hang on the wall. Game consists of four quarters, typically lasting 45 minutes to one hour. There is 30-second shot clock per possession, similar to basketball. Minor fouls occur frequently and result in free pass. There is no limit. To minor fouls. After three major fouls, objections occurred. The player may not return to the game. Um, let's see. Yep, that's the basics of water polo. Devin, you back? I am back. Okay, well, I've covered water polo. All right. Jeez. What? The the rapid the noises you're making. I'm sorry. It's the it's the uh it's where I'm sitting. Yeah, I can tell. Ugh, I'm so, I'm not farting. I promise. Yeah, it's always a good podcast, and you have to you have to say that. <laughs> so I promise I'm not farting. All right, Devin, would you like to do the closer? <laughs> Hey, if you guys enjoyed the More Sports Podcast, uh, remember we post new episodes first of every month. And, hey, check out Kyle's podcast, The Random Hour, where I co-host with him, and we we think of random things. You never know what you're going to get. It posts the first Sunday of every month. And, hey, and if you're a movie goer, we discuss a film every Sunday. On what? On popcorn buckets. I'm sorry. Did you Did you mention The Random Hour? I did. Okay, because you did not mention the popcorn bucket. Um, my fault. I didn't mean to. I'm over here like, closer. I know the uh, closer it, sh- it should be noted that um, June and July, there's going to be many episodes because Devin is getting married in June, and July is, is when they're going on their honeymoon. I know. Megan, uh, it's funny you should mention. Megan's like, I think when we go on the boat, we should turn off our phones. I was like, uh... I want to take pictures. She's like, we'll buy one of those disposable cameras. I'm like, Megan, they don't make that anymore. You know, like my Myers-Briggs. Can I be an advocate? Sit, sure. You're horrible at taking pictures on what I saw. <laughs> what I saw when we went to the casino and we're going around that mountain, you kept trying to take pictures. I'm like, oh my gosh. Man, just took a picture of a tree. And you, and you would be like, 
dang it, I meant to get the the river. Why can't I get the river? And you would always get upset, but you would do it at the most inopportune times, right after it would have been a good shot. And I'm just like, I'm in the backseat. I'm just like, the whore, the whore of my certificate from KSU for photography. I know. Well, Tommy's over here driving. He's like, Devin, take a picture now, Devin. <laughs> Devin, Devin, you missed the picture. <laughs> Listen, you would be like, what? Let me get my phone out. And you would take your sweet time, your sweet time. And I'll be like, oh, my goodness, Devin, Devin, you're missing it. Devin, you're missing it. And you'd be like, I want to take a picture. And you wouldn't get your phone out and be like, what? <laughs> And you get upset after the vet, like, dang it, I didn't get a good picture. No, really? <laughs> I wonder why. God, that whole drive up there, that was an adventure, too. We done went to a ghetto gas station. We went up an icy mountain. Stuff was said about my mom. I mean, that was a nice three-hour trip. Listen. You have to just say that we made your mom jokes. Or people are going to do something worse. Oh. Yeah, Devin. <laughs> All right, Devin, are you ready for the closing question? I am. What athlete would you be most surprised if you're on the show? Like Americans Got Talent, X, Fa- X Factor, or Mass Singer? What athlete would surprise me if they were on there? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go messy. You like to explain your answer? It would just shock me. I feel like he can't sing, but it would shock me if he was on there. He could just like spit bars or something. Yeah. Fun fact: Um, Do you know? Do you know Ryan Reynolds was on the Japanese version of that show? No, I didn't. Because you wanna know why? Why? Because I've never actually watched the Japanese version of the show. Or the show at all. One, you ain't missing out much. It's one of those shows where if it's on, it's it's on. But it's not like, oh my god, I gotta watch The Masked Singer. Unless you're really invested into the character trying to figure out who it is. But, I mean, Crover the Frog was on there. Huh. Yeah. Crover the Frog was the Swamp Thing or something. They called him something. Okay. Well, Devin, I've got two answers for you. All right. All right, Devin. One, well, I've got three answers. Two, two like really good ones would be like Tony Hawk or Wayne Gretzky, especially since how many records they broke. Uh-huh. I mean, like to pull out a random like, oh, I can sing too would would be like a, you know. I'm not completely surprised, but I'm here for the journey. Um, my my shocking answer is Mario Mendoza. The guy from Saved by the Bell? No. Um, Mendoza played for MLB. He's like one of the worst, like stats wise. He's one of like he has one of the worst stats. Um, from anybody in MLB. Um, he was an infielder. 
his career became a benchmark for futility and a standard for mediocreness. Oh, okay. Uh, he he's he's widely recognized as a failure at its finest. Oof. Like I, I, I was looking at um list of like worst athletes and he was like number one. Oof. On a couple different ones. Well, well you wanna read uh <laughs> did you read the little highlighted thing at the bottom of the scripts? The anxiety Kyle, the anxiety wizard and the I won't and then Devin I won't cancel to record last minute. No, it's uh Devin, Mr. I promise I won't cancel this time more. And Kyle, the anxiety wizard crumb. Well, that was today's episode. Until next yep. time, everybody. Bye.